We see our future, part of European democratic family. Despite a swathe of ram raids across the city, just six Auckland businesses had their applications for bollards approved in the first eight months of this year. Data obtained by Checkpoint under the Official Information Act shows whilst Auckland Transport aims to process applications within 15 working days, only two met that deadline. And the longest application has still not received a final sign-off after 57 days. So why the hold-up? Tom Taylor and Nick Monroe went to find out. Kalpesh Patel owns the Hilltop Superette in Parnell, which was ram-raided in October last year. At the end of the day, if I can't dig and can't put bullet, that's okay. Just say, no, you can't do it. And that will be the end of the story. There's no point dragging on and on and on and on. In May of this year, in a bid to prevent a repeat attack, he applied to Auckland Transport to install six bollards outside his shop. In August, approval was finally given. But two months later, they're yet to go into the ground due to complications with underground electrical cables. The approval came with a caveat that Mr Patel apply for a corridor access request permit, which he says is not straightforward for someone with no experience in roadworks or traffic management. The um, approval doesn't mean anything because I can't even dig a hole to see where the cables are. The application through Auckland Transport still requires businesses to pay for the bollards themselves and is separate from the government's crime prevention program for small retailers. But Mr Patel says he is prepared to pay and just wants the process fast-tracked. I haven't heard anything from the government health kind of thing and I wouldn't wait for it anyway. If I get permission today, I will have bollards done as soon as possible with my own pocket. I need to sleep. Auckland Transport bid engagement partner Caroline Toivihi says since September, dedicated case managers have been handling each application, reducing processing times to between 10 to 15 working days. And I'm going to be honest here, we do have an application that has gone outside of that 15-day process, and that is a small business owner um, who, you know, is incredibly afraid of his store being ram-raided. Um, he's exhausted from worrying about his store being ram-raided, and not just for the damages to his property, but also to his personal safety. She's referring to Mr Patel's Hilltop Superette and says it's one of the most complicated applications received. But asked why the overall number of applications was so low, Toivihi says there could have been a lack of information to begin with. Maybe businesses didn't actually know that they had to apply through transport, open transport. You know, that could have been one of them. What we actually have found is when we have worked closely with our business associations within Auckland, we've actually seen an increase. So from September, we've actually had 25 applications. So it's usually the liquor stores, the dairies that sell cigarettes, vape shops. But the chair of the Sandringham Village Business Association says he has struggled to access any information about either Auckland Transport's application process or the government's small retailer crime prevention program. Checkpoint tagged along as Chithin Chittibomma went on his regular round of businesses in the area. These guys had been affected quite a lot. Ashok Kuatra runs a vape and shisha store on Sandringham Road. After five break-ins in just three months, the store beefed up its security, including fog cannons, metal bars and roller doors. Mr Kuatra talks to us from behind a counter, barricading the front door, and only lets people he knows inside. We can't depend on police, we can't depend on the government, what they will do. The first safety is we have to score ourselves. 
At the south end of Sandringham, Prakash Putta is still finalising the purchase of his first business, a liquor store. But last weekend, while he was working, the store was targeted by thieves. Six guys with fully masked, they came here, and uh, as soon as we spotted right at the top in town restaurant, you know, we pulled out, I was the one to pull down the, the, the roller door down, and we didn't let them in. It took multiple seconds, and um, the moment they, uh, I spotted, you know, they're getting aggressive, you know, raising their, uh, you know, to give us a punch, you know, physically, we, we let them in. The thieves stole expensive bottles of liquor and $5,000 from the tills. Money Mr Putta says ordinarily wouldn't be kept on the premises. It was to be used to pay contractors working on store renovations. Now, Mr Putta employs a security guard to man the door at night while he works on putting further security measures like bollards in place. Based on our tour of Sandringham, Mr Chitty Bomber says it's clear that more support is needed for small businesses. We need a solution to, to the problem, not band-aids. Um, and also, that even when they are you know, suggesting some band-aids, it would be nice to know where to access the band-aids, like, you know the subsidy for the bollards and things like that. More information, even if they send it to associations like us, we would be more than happy to spread the word. If you were listening to that on radio, the video version of that story from Tom